Hello and welcome to the Winging It Travel Podcast. This is a travel podcast where we're having conversations with new guests every Monday. This is an anecdotal, informative podcast for backpackers, travellers or anyone who's interested in travel. It's a casual style where there'll be stories to tell, tips to share and experiences to inspire. My name is James Hammond. I've travelled to 50 countries, done three work visas and plan to do a big worldwide trip later this year. I've met so many people on my travels in the last 10 years that I just have to get them on this podcast to get their stories on record and provide some tips for you for your trip. There'll be so much travel content coming your way in the next coming weeks, months and years that inspire you to book that trip that you've always wanted. Stay tuned for my weekly episode. Thanks. Hello and welcome to Pods Like Us. I'm Martin Quibell, known to my friends as Marv, and this time I am speaking with the with Bill from the self-titled Bill Reads Bad Reviews. Hey, Bill, how are you doing? Doing great, Marv. So happy to be here, man. I'm happy that you're here. At last, we've been trying to sort this out for a while. I know. I feel like it was just like back and forth, couldn't nail that time. I ended up traveling, but I was like, you know what? I said, we're getting back to Florida. I'm going to hit Marv up. Or we're going to hang out. So I'm, again, just happy finally we got connected on here. It's nice to be able to talk to someone from, is, is Florida the Sunshine State? It is. It is? Yeah. Ooh. It is the Sunshine State. Well done, Marv. Ding! <laughs> so what's your earliest memory of, uh, of film then, Bill? Oh gosh, earliest memory. You're taking me back, Marv. Taking me back here. Um, here we go. Sh- should we have those waves and put special effects in so it looks like you're going into the past? Ooh. Right, just yeah. zoom in and go back. <laughs> just do I it think, with your face man, towards I guess, the screen. Is, right, should I just move in just a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> I think the, man, my mom always used to mess with me, so maybe it was maybe it was these that the first few movies that i just absolutely adored was um oh, what was the name of it there was babe babe the pig yeah that movie apparently i watched that one non-stop she said i would literally watch it go up push rewind because yes it was a vhs and we'd watch it all over again right after it ended <laughs> and then the other one was um james and the giant peach that was it i think those two were my all-time for childhood until like actually started you know getting old i was like two or three at the time so we'd watch those like over and over and over again and so i was like i gotta give it credit to those man i guess i loved babe <laughs> and, and your parents must have known the dialogue word for word then the amount of times you were watching it i'm sure probably a little bit better than they like to admit i'll have to say that what's your favorite dialogue then from each you know, it's, I watched them probably countless times whenever I was about that age, but I haven't seen them in about 20 years. So <laughs> I have to say, I can't remember anything about those movies, which is the oddest thing because it's like some of those movies that we watched as kids or our parents tell us we watched as kids. It's like, if we watched them that many times now, it's like, dude, we'd never be able to just, we could literally rewrite the script just from memory. Right. Yeah. But it's like, you know, but now back then it's, we just watched it just because, oh, it's, you know, fun animals talking or, oh, it's this kid that lives in a giant peach or, <laughs> you know, or whatever it is. And so it's like now it's like, honestly, I can't remember a single bit of it. 
and that's that's probably for the best. <laughs> Moving Maybe. on. But we, we were talking about Star Wars before we started, both of us were. And, oh, um, yes. And that reminds me when I was younger, uh, because Star Wars didn't wasn't available legally to, to buy for a home until the 90s, the late 90s. So when I was younger, we had to have a pirated copy. So me and a friend of mine, we watched it that many times that, we irritated all our school friends because we'd be out at school on the playground reenacting bits from Star Star Wars and sort of like firing dialogue off each other. Yeah, yeah. And he he would be Han Solo. We'd pick one specific bit, and I can't remember which bit it is now because it's a long time ago, in the 80s, you know, before you were even thought of. And so um, he was Han Solo and I was Luke Skywalker, and sometimes we'd switch and we used to irritate the hell out of people because all we used to do was just quote this one scene between us and reenact the entire scene from the original Star Wars. Oh, that's awesome. Just go back and forth, pick a scene, pick a character and go from there. Yep, that's awesome. And I can't remember what, <laughs> hey, what it was we did now. Hey, you, you made it happen. You know, you couldn't get the movie for however long that was. And then you just ended up getting another copy and got to enjoy it all the time as much as you wanted and then act it out on the playground. That's awesome, man. I do actually now thinking about it, remember forcing one of the other kids at school because it was a ball, all boys school and we forced him to be Leia. Mm. No, so you did not. We, we, we did. <laughs> so he had oh, that's to, wrong, man. That's so wrong. He had, he had to do all the Leia dialogue from the oh, sequence no. that was in the trash compactor. Ah, yes, yes. Oh, it's so funny. Poor guy. He just got outvoted, I guess. <laughs> he was younger than us, about two, three years younger. You, oh, well, there you, you can go. Be Leia. <laughs> Bottom of the totem pole, he can be Leia. There you go. So do, do you get to watch films a lot then at the cinema? We do, yeah. Yeah, we. Um, it's funny because I'm a, I'm a natural Texan. I was born and raised in Texas, but we're over here in Florida for a spell now. And so... There were some movie theaters that were closer to us in Texas that we would go to and <clears throat> we'd have like like discount Tuesdays. And so we'd go almost every Tuesday, me and my wife, because it'd be like five dollars a ticket. So it was like super cheap for a ticket. It's like, why not? Let's just go. And so now that we're here, we go a little bit less frequently, but we still we still go quite a bit because there's one, I think, maybe 10 or 12 minutes from us. It's not very far, but um, we go at least probably. I don't know. Maybe two or three times a month. But even here at the house, we're also catching, streaming plenty of movies as well. Because it's funny, sometimes I always suggest, oh, yeah, let's sit down and watch a movie. And just from podcasting, my brain always thinks like, all right, let's sit down, let's, let's take notes. I'm like, no, no, Bill, we're not, we're not covering this one. Just, this is fun time. This is enjoyment time. Just sit back and relax and enjoy it. And sometimes it's like hard to like kind of snap back into that mindset of work. I, I can just sit there and, but okay, we can just enjoy it. I'm like, I'm not covering it, whatever. But for the most part, it's like still it just just turns in in my mind like I'm going to cover this one, taking notes mentally, and just my brain just goes after it. <laughs> and now my brain is is churning, and I can hear the gears going. And I'm thinking, you know what I need to do now is contact uh, Dave and Rachel from what we just watched, and get them to do a uh, a crossover with you where you, you watch the same film as them possibly, and then you three talk about it online. I'm, I might suggest that to them, actually, as a crossover. That'd be a lot of fun. I've never met them before, but I, I think I've... What would you say the name of their pod was? 
what we just watched. What we just watched. Yeah, I've definitely, I think I've definitely interacted with them on Twitter a little bit, but I've totally seen their name around for sure. Well, I mean, um, those two, I think I was introduced to those by Sean from Review It Yourself. Who oh, yeah, you my buddy fr- Sean. You are friends with. Oh, yes. Love that guy. Me too. So um, when you go to the cinema then, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that you, you're the same as me, I guess, where there are moments where you've been, and you've been as a group of you, where you've been with a group of friends. And so... When you go, do you prefer to go when you're with a group of friends or do you prefer to go when you're on, on your own to watch a film or a small group? You know, um, honestly, I thoroughly enjoy going with people. I think it's always a good time. I generally just love going to the movies myself. Yep. Some of my friends don't love it as much, but sometimes they just say, eh, whatever, we'll go tag along. Um, but honestly, yeah, I mean, my wife loves to go. It's, here's the deal. She, she'll go see whatever I want to see. As long as I buy her popcorn. And that's so a good said, deal. That's a deal. Because there's a lot of movies I want to see that she has zero interest in. <laughs> and so it's super funny because like, she loves to go see movies too, but it's like some of them that are a little bit more, um, I guess, action-packed or hardcore. Sometimes even horror, scary movies, she's like, no, no, I'm not going to see that. I was like, I'll buy you popcorn. She's like, okay. So it's a pretty good deal. So mainly it's me and her to go nowadays. But yeah, I always love going with a group of friends. It's always seemed like a good time to to go in there and everybody gets to sit together, laugh together, make ridiculous comments throughout the film and stuff like that. So have you got a special memory then of ever, of uh, one of these times when you've been to see a film? Hmm. I'm not stumped, you know. I would say, man, you, you may have stumped me. It's, it's been a while, but I would say, I think... Honestly, some of the, <laughs> it's a little goofy. It's either, I guess like I may be a tie between um, going to see like when the prequels came out with my friends or going to see movies like when the Pirates of the Caribbean came out with my friends or I can already picture, um, which one was it? It was Spy Kids. We went to see Spy right. Kids with a group of friends and we went out and we, of course, you know, we were young then. And so we went out to like um, get some food afterwards or something. And they had all the toys at the, at McDonald's and things like that. So we get the toys and we pretend we were just like, you know, the spike kids and whatnot. So it's, I think it was a lot of fun because then everybody can like, you know, as kids, we go out, we think that's real. And of course we're watching back on now. Those are, those are the most ridiculous movies, which is funny because I should probably totally cover spike kids. I bet that'll have some hilarious reviews. Um, but I think any of those, man, I, I vividly remember going to see Pirates of the Caribbean with some good friends right when it came out. And um, I mean, just, it was awesome. I had so much fun. The only thing with that, though, is if you watch Spy Kids again now, if there's a long period of time since you've watched it, you find sometimes that you enjoyed films as when you were younger and then you watch them now and you think, oh, dear God, how did I like this piece of... (laughs) (laughs) Significantly, man. There's even movies that's like I watched, I don't know, five or six years ago and, and I'd be like... I, I finally convinced my wife or a friend of mine. We were like, oh, dude, like, man, I watched this movie. Like, it's just kind of like right now in particular. But it's like, yeah, I saw this. It was so good. Like, I love the story, whatever. We sit down and watch it. I'm like, you know, you know, that moment whenever you get somebody to watch something or look at something, you're like, oh, yeah. this is not good. So you, you're sitting there watching their their reaction the whole, <laughs> the whole time. They're, they're not entertained. They're not enjoying it. I'm like, yeah, this was a bad idea. This movie was terrible. I don't know what I was thinking. I was I was 12, whatever. 
<laughs> so yes, I totally get that, man. I've definitely been there. Have you ever pretended to watch a film to, you know, so that you look good to people or, or what, what else is that? Have you ever been embarrassed by a film that you've liked? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I'd have to say even, even with the podcast and everything, I just like, I've, I feel like I cover, I try and be good about having a variety of film on there. Cause we covered everything from Jurassic Park, Star Wars, Monsters, Inc. Uh, the Incredibles or things like, um, oh, what was it? Legally Blonde or the Princess Diaries, which are like, you know, super goofy, totally chick flick movies. But I'm like, honestly, like I enjoyed it and I don't care. If you, <laughs> it's just like, I had a good time watching it and we got to laugh and my, my wife has some of her favorite movies and, and especially, of course, just reading the bad reviews. Just, I think, I think that helps me like those movies a lot more too. Just because it's like people just rip it to shreds. I'm like, you do realize this is just a goofy movie, right? Just trying to be funny, trying to be fun, whatever. And people are like, oh, like this will never happen. I'm like, of course it wouldn't. It's a movie. <laughs> what what does what does Madison actually think about the show? Does she listen to you? She does. No, she does. It's funny because like there's so I can't tell you how many times I'll be in the other room either recording or she'll be have some headphones on or something. And I'll just hear her just bust out laughing. She'll just start cracking up with something. I was like, I was like, what are you listening to? She's like, you, what did you just say on this podcast? I'm like, oh no. I was like, what did I say? <laughs> so it's funny because I've been I've been in the other room recording. This literally just happened like I think two weeks ago. I was trying to get a, a recording in last minute, get an episode up and I get through the first review. And before I can even react, she's in the other room and she busts out loud and she can hear me start cracking up so bad. She's like, I'm sorry. And like, even in the recording, I almost left it in. But I was like, no, no, I'll cut it out. I don't know. I don't know if she wanted me to, to leave that in there for her or not, but I almost left it in. Cause like, you can clearly hear her start laughing and say like, I'm sorry. That was just so funny. <laughs> oh, dear. So that people who haven't listened to the show before, uh, I'd describe it as basically you uh, pick a film each episode and then you read terrible reviews that have been written about the film, usually online. And then after you've read, do, do you read, is it 10 reviews that you read? Or, or six. about that? Six, yeah, six reviews. Six. Mm-hmm. Tend to make it even longer, and then after that, <laughs> you give your own, as the as you call it, the BRBR review. Bill reads exactly, bad reviews. Yes. Review, yes, the one that you should listen to most of the time. I hope so. I hope so. Right? Yes, that's pretty much it. And it's it's you know, it's the place where we discuss all the awful things people say about our favorite movies. And so it's just it's a uh, yeah. I mean, you couldn't have said it better myself, Marva. Try and give some information behind the movie with looking at budget and prequels, sequels. Um, try and put little goofy things in the intro just to kind of poke fun at the movie and like not to not give too much away before I get to my review. So I, I can kind of leave my opinion, <clears throat> leave my opinion out of it for that, that whole part. And then talk about, you know, the reviews and poke fun at that and just just have a good time with it. Just try to have a good time on mine. So hopefully everybody listening has a good time on theirs. And that's uh, that's broken up by you giving everybody a opinion warning, warning, warning. Opinion, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think we, me and you were having a conversation, and uh, maybe it's on Twitter, 
maybe it was on on Insta and, and the DMs or something, but I said something about an opinion, laughing so hard. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like I had good friends of mine. Hey, you know, dude said this about hot dogs. That's normally normally what I'll get. And other times, I remember this one time where it's like I covered one movie. I forget what it was. It may have been Quiet Place Part Two, but um. I covered that one and it was like one of the, like, I love this movie. How could you say that? I didn't particularly enjoy it, but they really did. And I was just, I was just so quick to say, I said, Hey, opinion warning. I said, I, don't say I don't warn you. I won't warn everybody before I talk about my opinions. That way you can't <laughs> you have nothing to say to me about it. <laughs> but yeah, I had to include the opinion warning. It's just, I was trying to make it, make it a fun setup to, you know, to everybody who thinks hot dogs should cost less at the movies to everyone who thinks, Godzilla should have won or, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be. Here's your opinion warning. Yep. To everybody who thinks that, uh, that, that Greedo shot first. Exactly. Yep. Perfect example. Hi, this is Katie of Bad Council with some good counsel. You should keep listening to Marv at Pods Like Us. So what made you actually decide to do the show in the first place? You know, it's funny because my wife always laughs at me when people ask me, because if you had asked me like maybe two years ago, like right when we got married, she, she was always been listening to podcasts and stuff like that. And I really didn't know too much about it whenever we got married and she'd always be bringing up something else. Oh yeah. Learn this on a podcast, learn this on a podcast. And there, I vividly remember one day where she's like, um, what did she say? She's like, Hey, um, so I heard this today. And I said, I said, and I said, if you say you learn this on a podcast, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to lose it. I was like you and your podcast. And it's funny. Cause like you asked me like a year and a half ago, it's like, I couldn't, you know, I didn't listen to him, didn't do nothing, whatever. But now it's, it's like, I've started a, during the pandemic, obviously we watched a lot more movies than we probably should have. But during the lockdown and stuff like that, we watched a ton of movies and I got the idea to, because I always enjoyed looking at reviews, like especially when we got to eat, if she wants to pick a restaurant or something like that, she lets me know the name, I'll look up reviews just, just to see what's out there. Most of the time you can't trust them. Sometimes it's like, okay, maybe. Um, so I've always enjoyed looking at reviews because even online for restaurants and stuff, anywhere there's reviews, there's hilarity, hilarity to be found. And so I started a anonymous Instagram account back in like 2020 just reviewing movies and I would leave, I would leave just my review and I'll just picture the movie and leave some kind of bananas review and try and be funny and goofy and whatever. And then I got to a point where I was like, you know what? I'm over Instagram, forget it. And like another six months had passed. And she's like, she's like well, why don't you, why don't you have a podcast? I was like, what? I was like, what do you, what do you mean have a podcast? She, cause she had started one already of her own by that point. She'd been like maybe four or five months in and she was like, yeah, I'll show you how to do it. I said, I, I don't know about that. And of course we talked more about it and she's, she's, she's always really good about encouraging me with different ideas and kind of spurring me on to do, do a little more, have some fun with something new. And then one thing led to another and we ended up watching a movie and she showed me how to hook up the microphone and sat down behind it. And that's, that's where we took off, recorded the first one back in September of last year. And here we are 40 some odd episodes later. So for anybody listening, what is Madison's podcast? Her podcast is The Fit Flamingo. And so it's her business for personal training, holistic nutrition, um, stuff like that. And now it's we, me, both me and her actually work. I work. <laughs> People are like, do you work for her? And I was like, well, technically, 
but we both work for the business and, and running that now. And so her business is called the Fit Flamingo. And of course, that's the Fit Flamingo podcast. Well, we won't go into too much detail, but sometimes it's nice to let the other half be the boss. Hey, of course. Absolutely, man. <laughs> it's all give and take. It's how it works. It is. So what makes you decide which film you're going to do from episode to episode? So I have like a master list on my phone of <clears throat> whenever I think of a movie, I was like, oh, that'd be good. Because a lot of times it's like I want to cover movies that I just genuinely love. And that may not be one that people could care if there's a bad review about, you know, whatever. Um, but also try and keep it pretty. Like I said, I like to try and keep a good variety. And I feel like I do um, try and keep a good variety of films where it's like, what's a good example? Like Monsters, Inc., for example. Like yeah. people love, most people genuinely love Monsters, Inc. It's just a fun, goofy, animated movie. But I was like, man, I said, I wonder if anybody didn't enjoy it. And so it's movies like that where I was like, yeah, well, what would be funny to hear I was like, yeah, somebody trashing on a movie like Monsters, Inc. that's trying to do no harm to anybody, but just be a fun movie for kids and, you know, anybody to watch. Um, and so I try and keep it a good balance of new movies. Like we covered like Top Gun Maverick recently. Everybody's talking about that one, which was super fun. Um, Jurassic World, hopefully I can cover that one soon. Try and cover like new movies. Um, movies that I just genuinely enjoy, like Jurassic Park. I think it's my third episode. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. And then movies that would just be hilarious to hear some bad reviews on, such as The Incredibles, Monsters, Inc., Legally Blonde, stuff like that. Yep. And Star Wars had some terrible reviews, as we've mentioned. But, oh, um, yes. If you haven't heard the Star Wars episode, if you don't know, if you don't listen to anything else, please go listen to the Star Wars episode. <laughs> Nothing else, man. That, that would be oh, the one that pulls a, you all in. I hope so. It was a hard one to get through, man, because I, I, just like you, I love Star Wars. I love everything about it. And so reading through that stuff where people like, I was like, oh, gosh, I was like, how could anybody, A, think that when they see this movie and B, take the time when they get home to go online and write all this? Because everything I read on the show, that's it's real. You can go find it on the Internet. It's there. I'm not make. I try and stress. It. I was like, guys, I can't make this up. I promise I can't, I couldn't make this up if I tried. <laughs> and some of them, you can't believe that they even believe these things that they say. Absolutely. I was like, I don't know how one person, it's funny because like we could go see one movie, absolutely enjoy it. And one other person can go see that movie. Just feel like, just feel like it's the end of cinema and their life has ended. I'm like, it wasn't that bad. I'm sorry, but it wasn't that bad. <laughs> you may have not enjoyed it, but it's like, it's okay. You can still go back to the movies and see more movies after this. And one of the funniest ones is when you get when you do reviews and it'll be the, the expert review where they'll explain this can't be done, that can't be done. And then you end it all with the, with the uh, fantastic response, which is, it's only a movie. Yes, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. It's... <sighs> Outside of just like people hating on movies and stuff like that, you're right. That's an excellent point because we do have the the quote unquote expert reviewers who say, I don't know, what's a good, like Deep Blue Sea was a good one where they're like, um, they get into the whole science rabbit hole and they're like, yeah, well, sharks wouldn't really behave that way. And it would be, look more like this. I'm like, they're not trying to be realistic. That's what's fun about sci-fi movies. That's what's fun about fantasy and sci-fi movies because we get to see something that wouldn't really happen. But everybody comes on there and talks about they have a buddy. Oh, that was that, that guy who had a which one was it? Maybe in Spider-Man um 
the last Spider-Man movie, but he's, he literally referenced his friend who, who knows a lot about string theory and how something in Spider-Man couldn't possibly happen. I'm like, I was like, dude, serious. <laughs> I was like, we're just watching Spider-Man. We don't need to go down the hole of, can this happen? Does life really matter? Where are we? Where are we going? I'm like, no, it's, it's just a movie. You go to see Avengers Endgame. You're not going to try and go in there with, and say, well, that's not how time travel works. And you're like, time travel isn't real. I was like, it's not, it's just a movie, people. Just, it's funny because so badly, I just want people to sit back, relax, and enjoy whatever it is. But I was like, honestly, if everybody did that, I wouldn't have a show because I wouldn't have any content to read off. So it's good that we have those people that just take things just a little, just a little bit too seriously, just a tiny bit, which makes them fun for the rest of us. Did you get any backlash for your opinion of Elf, by the way? You know, I remember we talked about it. I remember you messaged me and you're like, Bill, you're wrong. I'm sorry, man, but I, how could you do this? I'm like, Marv, I'm sorry, dude. I like, I tried. I tried. I don't know what. I don't think. I'm pretty sure I did get another message from somebody on it. I can't remember who it was now, though. But um, I don't know if it's. I think, honestly, outside of the movie itself, and this, again, this may be on me. I may be breaking my own opinion warning here. But just the whole hype of it and growing up with like my friend group. And I think I talk about that in the episode too. Like growing up every time it hit Christmas time, people would just go bananas for this movie. And I was like, guys, I was like, I, I get it. If we watch it one year, two year, maybe it's a fun tradition, whatever. But I was like, every single time people just go start talking about Elf at junior high, high school, all my friends and like everybody we knew would just love Elf. I'm like, I, I can't do it. I tried. I've seen it three or four times. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't get on board with that no matter how much I tried. Well, if we were filming this or recording this at Christmas, you'd be looking at me in an elf T-shirt. I'm sorry. Oh, you would? There we go. Hey, I do have again, an elf T-shirt. For people go. who can find the... I, I, I try and do a good job. That's something else. It's like Even for movies like Elf, didn't particularly enjoy it. But it's like I still try and find something that was good about it. I still try and keep it a little bit lighthearted, not just be... Because again, I always say it's like I never want to come off as um, what, how do I say like a grumpy old man just yelling about stuff. I was like, I don't want to be. I, nobody wants to listen to that. That wouldn't be fun. And so it's like for everybody who does enjoy it, like yourself, I was like, hey, good for you, man. I was like, I want people to enjoy the movie. So I was like, I'm not here to say don't ever watch it. It's terrible. But I just, just all the all the maple syrup and Will Ferrell jokes. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> but it's made up for by uh, Zoe Deschanel's great singing voice. <sighs> I love Zoe Deschanel. She's awesome. And she has a great voice too. She does. Absolutely. Yeah. They didn't even know that she could sing when they cast her. Really? Apparently. I read about that somewhere. Or was it on that Christmas films on Netflix? They do a pro film a program all about films, don't they? And how the back behind the scenes, I can't remember how these films were made oh, or oh, something. Yes. yes. Yeah. And Elf was one of them. And they're explaining, John Favreau was explaining, I think, that when they were doing the casting, they were going to basically get her and then do get someone else to do the singing. Oh, and just like voice over them. And voice over. And then she's singing or something in while she's getting prepared or something, and they thought, we don't need to. We've just got the singer there. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that. I was like, how do you not know that she can sing? Because now it's like we we know her as like a, you know, a funny actress, but also someone who has an awesome voice. And so it's hilarious that people actually didn't know that at one point. Who happens to sing on one of the um, biggest selling or one of the top selling Christmas albums as well, I think, with her group, um, She and Him, I think it's called, aren't they? 
That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. I don't remember it exactly, but yeah. So when you've made that then, is it completely scripted, the whole show, or do you improvise, or is it a mix of both? It's a mix of both. And so for the most part, of course, you know, for the facts and the whole intro, I have that scripted because I just can't memorize all those facts. <laughs> and so I have that scripted to know what the budget was, um, the different awards that were won, uh, prequels, sequels. Of course, I kind of talk about that ad lib a little bit. And then for the review, my review definitely scripted as well. But as far as everything to me, responding to the reviews, making jokes, poking fun at them, laughing along, obviously all that's 100% improvising in the moment. Do you decide what reviews you're going to have before time? And if you do that, then you must sort of realize that when you see these reviews, a sort of way that you're going to respond to them when you read them, because you'll think, while you're reading them, you'll think, God, why have they thought that? Yes. And yeah, and I do, I do pick them, pick them out ahead of time because obviously, you know, for whatever movie I choose that week, there's obviously probably gonna be 2000 some odd reviews and I need six, can't read off 2000. So I find I find six and I'll, I'll look through them. And if, if there's one sentence, there's one thing I'm like, ooh, that would be funny. Ooh, that would be good. Oh, hey, I, I can make a good joke about that probably. And so a lot of times what I'll do is I'll, I'll prep the scripts ahead of time and not record like as soon as the script's done, I don't normally record right as the script's done. I just like to prep it ahead of time, give it three or four days. So I kind of forget what I'm reading. For the most part, I kind of forget what it what it said, um, whichever one I chose, what what the weird thing was that they said, what bananas stuff they talked about in their review. And so when it does come to recording time, how, however, I've always seen it before. I usually try and give it three or four days. So it's a little bit more organic and I can kind of forget. And so once I'm in the moment, then it kind of comes to me a little bit more naturally and be able to, you know, crack some jokes and put fun in it and stuff like that. So what do you do research-wise before? And, and then I'm guessing it's a lot of IMDb and you've you probably even got an account with them so you can get details that most of the lesser people can't get, maybe. You know, surprisingly enough, no, wait, I think I actually do have an account. It's weird. I think I have one, but I don't use it. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I created one a long time ago and I just never logged back into it. But yeah, I use IMDb, just other things all over the internet, anything I can kind of scour, find, whatever, just make for a, get as much stuff I, I can pile into the episode and make it awesome. So I do quite a bit of research, especially for the, again, for the facts, the intro. Yep. Um, where was I going to go with that? And of course, um, Amazon is also a good place for really bad reviews as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, online shopping places are great for terrible reviews that don't make any sense. And that's the thing, man. It's like, you think, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I feel like I couldn't go, come home physically, log onto the computer and leave half the things that I read on the podcast. I couldn't leave them on the internet myself. I don't think I could push myself to go on here and actually type it out that, you know, Star Wars was this or it looks too retro as a complete ripoff of whatever else they were talking about. <laughs> it's, it's like the more modern Fast and Furious films where people will question the possibility of, well, you, you know, you can't do that with a car and you can't do this and you'll think, have you not watched the previous five films? Exactly. As, as a prime, excellent example, because it's like, again, people, it's like, man, we're on what? The, the ninth one. I think the 10th one's about to come out. We, we covered the ninth one on the podcast, I think last year. 
ripped it to shreds as it should be. <laughs> but it's like, I was like, man, did you miss the last seven? You're right. It's like, how have you not seen the last seven episodes? I'm like, you know what's coming. There's gonna be lots of cheesy dialogue, tons of crazy car stunts. But I was like, hey, they they make buku bucks. They make so much money. And so I was like, why, why would they stop? I guess, I don't know. But they keep coming back and it's still just the same, <sighs> the same formula. But people just, yeah, excellent example. Very good example. I mean, did, did they not see that stunt where the car came out of that eye, that like skyscraper and went across the air into the next skyscraper? And you think, guys, that's not possible. Never mind the fact that they've got a car in the latest one that can go into space. Oh, gosh. They went to space and they. <laughs> Again, that's I think I'm pretty sure we had an expert review on that one too, where it's like, it's like, yeah, that car cars wouldn't make it in space or talking about space travel or launching up in this, I don't know, dude. But uh, even for that one, I feel like people just give it a break because it's fast and furious, but nope, nope, no breaks, not even for fast and furious. <laughs> no. No. I'm I'm waiting for, for Commander Chris. Um Oh, the chap who was in on the space station to do his own review of it and then say if it's possible. Would oh my gosh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> I'm Agent Scott and I'm Cam the Provocateur, and we're from the Spy Hards Movie Podcast. That's right, and you are listening to Pods Like Us, the podcast that has a license to thrill. So how do you actually record and then uh, edit the show together? Um, I mean, pretty straightforward, probably a lot simpler than most people have. Um, we just set up on a table. I, I still make, I don't have an actual studio or anything like nothing fancy. Just I just do a little pillow fort, hook up the computer, record, chop it up in um, GarageBand, and then upload it. Off we go. Pretty straightforward. Nothing too fancy about that. So do you do you record it in sections and you'll do one section, then another, then another, or do you do it all in one go? You know, I do it in one go up until my review. Yeah. yeah. I'll get through the whole intro. I'll do all the reviews just to keep it flowing. Cause I feel like I, I do really good if I don't stop just to kind of keep the momentum flowing. And, um, and then once I get to my review, I kind of cut it off there, sync up the opinion warning and then, Run it on with the rest of the show. Right. So, and speaking of which, so the music, then the sound that you use and the logo, um, how did all those come about? I mean, that, that picture looks so like you on the logo. It does. Isn't that creepy? Mm. That's not a photo that I created. That's one that I, <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> because I started doing like the movie trivia and stuff and, and, um, you know, wearing my classic signature sunglasses. And I was like, you know what? I said, I, when I was trying to think of like a podcast art, for some reason, I was just fixated on having half of my face be how it is, like how it's shown. But I actually thought I was going to do like an actual photo of me. And I tried several different little drafts. I tried all kinds of little graphic design stuff. And I was like, no, 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 this isn't. I said, this isn't capturing what I want it to be. It's still just too weird. And I feel like somebody could look at it and be like, what? I was like, who is this guy? And so finally I was like, you know what? Screw it. We're just going to try one more time. And I went on um, this graphic design software that we have. And I just cartoon face or something. And that guy popped up 
and I typed in sunglasses and the sunglasses looked just like mine popped up. <laughs> and so I was like, wait, this was meant to be, this was meant to be. And so I just put it all together. I had my half face. Cause I was like, honestly, I don't, I don't know if I could ever pull off a good enough photo to, to put on there that would be there forever. And so I was like, let's just make it a cartoon guy. Why not? And so I went with that and did some fun font through some classic little movie stuff in there with the, I think it's like an Oscar statue and the movie tickets and stuff like that. And then I, my favorite color is blue. And so I made the whole background blue. Well, at least your Oscar looks a lot better than my attempt at drawing an Oscar. Hey, come on now. That, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that Oscar, man. That's so funny. Oh, gosh. Mm. I, still, I wish everybody listening right now could see what we're looking at because it's literally just the best what he drew on here. Well, for the That's video so version, good, there we are. There it is. There it is, right there. That is an Oscar. And they are supposed to be cinema tickets. And I can't remember what that's supposed to Those be. Those are the 3D glasses, right? Yes, that's it. 3D there glasses. It yep, there you go. <laughs> of course they are. Because they are in the... 3D. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just I don't know why that missed me at first, but it seems like I thought that's hilarious. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and then the music, man, I honestly I just went on a a um, website that my wife pays for a little subscription for unlicensed music. And I just spent an afternoon just clicking through songs, just looking through different ones, just next, you know, hunting through those. And as soon as that one played, I'm like, yep, I said this right here. I, I remember I took out my headphones, put, put on the loudspeaker and show my wife. I said, this is it. This is it. <laughs> and so that's the one everybody hears in every episode. How long did it take you to find that? music man it's funny because it really wasn't it really didn't take me terribly long if i if i remember correctly um i remember one day i just sat down one afternoon and maybe an hour or two just hunting through songs because it's funny because whenever you're looking for something like that that's really to be specific to you know the show or kind of have a good vibe to it be something fun that people wouldn't mind hearing every single time because you know you want your music to be fun so people enjoy still hearing it even though the, even though it's just a tiny little piece but um it's funny when you're looking for something like that you can tell right off the bat if a song is going to be hit or miss like within like the first five seconds yeah and so whenever i'm clicking through those and it's like it's like, like it starts off like nope 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 uh maybe nope <laughs> and so you can rifle through a pretty good number of songs in about 30 minutes or so, but I think I'd stumbled upon it pretty quickly, if I remember. Just good luck. So is it that one that jumped out at you, or did you have a short list and then it became that song or that tune? It was that one. That wow. one just immediately took off, and I said, wait. I was like, I love this. Because it's funny, because sometimes when I'm editing, I let it play through just to just kind of groove with it a little bit, kind of feel the music, <laughs> which is weird because it's like I hear it, you know, thousands of times but um i was like hey it's it's a it's a fun groove i said it's kind of goofy and i remember in like the very beginning um when i first started the show of course put on my first episode and the only people who know I exist was my friends so i was like texting everybody um hey i launched it like please go listen check it out let me know what you thought and i remember messing with one of my one of my other friends and i asked him i said hey dude like please check it out and he's like, oh for sure like he always loves supporting anything we do online and so he listened to it and he's like, hey, pretty funny stuff. Like, enjoyed it. Love the goofy music. And I was like, goofy? 
thought it was cool. <laughs> so it, was, it was such an interesting comment that still stuck with me. I was like, hey, you know what? If it's goofy to somebody, it's goofy to somebody. Let's let's roll with it. But it's just always the funniest thing because I was like, wait, secretly, that's like my favorite part. I love the music. <laughs> so it's always a fun kind of memory to think back on. One man's Hey Jude is another man's We All Stand Together. Hey, right there. Couldn't have said it better myself. Love that. Yeah, Paul McCartney thing there. So, um, oh, actually, I'm going to say this one first. Have you got any reviews that stand out to you that you've that you've read? You know that that you remember, and they're just the best bad reviews. Oh man, you know I've I've been kind of kicking around an idea of going back, like once we get closer towards like the the year, you know, potiversary or whatever you call it going back and just collecting, like have like an, having like a, oh, what's the name? What's the name for it? Like a hall of fame, like yeah. a bad review hall of fame of the first year or something and putting, just going back through those and like looking back at it. So I may do that. It's an interesting idea, but I, th- I guess for some that have stood out to me, definitely the one from star Wars, 100% that one from star Wars, the guy that thought episode one was actually the first movie to be made. <laughs> I mean, how could I ever forget that one? Um, I think that one was one of my favorites. And oh man. I think it was one in the very first episode too that always stuck with me. This guy that just what was it? Oh, it was Godzilla versus Kong. And he referred to he referred to Godzilla as Big Liz, like Big Lizard, they call him just Big, Big Liz. Liz. <laughs> and, and he referred to <laughs> King Kong as Hunk O Monk. Like, a, like yes. I guess a hunk of a month. I don't know. I don't know. But it was just the funniest thing I've ever seen. It was on the first episode. And I guess that I gave me some great motivation because I'm like, wait, people need to know that this exists because <laughs> it's so funny. Yep. And I <laughs> even pointed those out. I pointed those exactly. out when I did the when I did the blog about my listening, and I pointed those out because they really jumped out at me. Big Liz and Hunker Monk or whatever. Hunker Monk. <laughs> Oh, it's so good, man. Cause again, how does, how do you even come up with that? I feel like I'm pretty darn creative, but I don't think even I could write a review like that. Right. It's like, who, who, what happens to you that you're able to <laughs> just spout something off like that? that? That guy needs to make films of his own with that creativity. I need a, it's funny because I say that all the time. Like when I'm reading reviews, I was like, I need to find out who this person is. I need to have them on the show. I said, I need to get them out here, just interview them, find out what exactly was going through their head at this time. I think that would also be just as funny. <laughs> it would be funny to do a, do a show where you have him on there and he gives you a, a review of his own for each film that you do the bad reviews of so on the spot you say to him what's your review of this yes what's your take two three sentences let me know what you got oh man you know that would be funny that would be super funny oh my goodness so oh bad reviews i've put what i put bad reviews for that's good martin you've taken the page away that you're going to use at this section Uh uh-oh uh-oh there you go well prepared (laughs) <laughs> what was another question that louise said um oh my, my other half louise said to me she said so how do you actually re- rate films because she said that when she rates them she has a certain level that she starts from and then she either removes points or adds points according to certain things that 
she thinks makes a plus to the film or is a minus to the film. So how do you rate a film? Oh, interesting. That's actually really interesting how she does that. I actually really like that. Um, Honestly, I guess, how do I say it? (laughs) Um, I feel like genuinely I can just kind of like gauge a feeling. And I, I feel like I may do kind of the same as she does where she, because I feel like you have to have a certain, you have to have a starting point as opposed to just coming in zero. Cause some people, some movies are really excited to see. So they're not going to be a zero right off the bat. Cause like Top Gun Maverick, I was super excited to see that one. Um, Jurassic World, I was super excited to see it. Jurassic Park. Um, so I feel like it's really hard for people to start, start, you know, anything lower, but I feel like I kind of started a good middle ground, maybe around, I don't know, five or six. I feel like I'm not, too terribly harsh maybe i'm too generous in some parts but hey opinion warning right <laughs> um <laughs> and so i think i start around kind of a middle ground and, and i think i kind of do the same thing it's like if, if i can walk out of the movie either feel like <clears throat> like i genuinely just enjoyed my time um whether i can go rewatch it or whatever those are big, i feel like rewatchability is a big thing for me because i feel like some movies i love to watch like just over and over again um but yeah, I think that's what I have to, what I would say I do is I start just find some sort of middle ground going into it, kind of based off my expectations going into the movie. I've never seen it before. If I'm not too excited about it, but I know it'd be a good movie to cover, or if it's a movie that I've just been excited about for months, um, I kind of I try and be fair. I try not to go in with too many standards or expectations, but sometimes you just can't help it. And how many times have you done episodes where it's been the first time that you've seen the film? Oh, several. Um, there's been some older movies that I haven't seen before. And there's been, of course, you know, all the newer movies as soon as they come out. Um, yeah. All the ones in 2022 releases, 2021 releases. Those are all, I saw for those for the first time. I mean, obviously, definitely because they just came out. But there have also been plenty of them that I've seen. Whether it's like, uh, oh, what's a good example? Like Deep Blue Sea, I've seen tons of times, but it had been, it had been years since I watched it. And we watched it actually one night on a whim. And I was like, oh, well, I remember really liking this movie like you want to watch it and like we watched it and i was like oh i forgot how much i love this movie man this this stupid shark movie i love it so much i should cover it <laughs> and so we just go from there um but yeah a pretty i feel like a pretty good number i haven't either haven't seen before or haven't seen in a very long time so would you say then that that doing the show has actually made your watching films a better experience in a way because you're watching films that you might not have watched otherwise with suggestions okay. that listeners make, for instance. Definitely. Yeah, totally. Cause I was always like to ask people all the time and say, Hey, what would you like to see covered? Like what's one of your favorite movies? And I, you know, I message people on Instagram or whatever. And it's funny. Cause I asked this one guy, a friend of mine on Instagram one time, I was like, Hey, what's like, thank you so much for listening to the show. Like I'm super happy that you enjoy it. And I was like, well, what's, what's the movie you would love to hear covered? And he's like, oh, uh, I don't know. And he sent me like this super long list of movies. I was like, wait, I can't cover all, all <laughs> these. I was like, I'll pick maybe one or two to like span out over the next few months. But it's just so funny. I was like, yeah, what's what's one that you would love to see? Because it's like people want to, you know, it's an awesome way. I feel like I can connect with somebody who genuinely enjoys the show. And, um, and then have them be like, wait, I can feature a movie on there. Or I have uh, different commission options where people have like, you know, commissioned and paid for an episode for me to cover was a new movie where it's like a paying for me to go see it and then cover it on the show. Um, or just one that they really want to see, which is my most. Uh, it's so interesting. The I don't know if you've heard the Twilight episode, but I have. it was commissioned by some good friends of mine. 
And they commissioned me to do it off of a joke, just to purely make me watch Twilight. And I had to do it. And so I was like, of course, like I'm open to it, whatever. But I was like, they totally did it just to troll me. And it ends up being my most popular episode ever. It's a popular film with a lot of people. I've never seen it. You're you're not missing a whole lot, Marv, but you got you got everything you needed to know out of the episode. <laughs> but it's just so funny that they did it to me as a joke, and then ended up being like, "Wait, people freaking!" I mean, it just blew up. It was just ridiculous. I'll just get this out there while I was because this is a thought I had earlier on, and I thought, no, I can't come out with this because it's a stupid joke. But anyway, so because you're using half of your face on the logo, I had this stupid thought in my head where you could have half of your face and half of Madison's maybe in a spin-off show and you call it film off. So it looks like the picture to face off. So, you know, where you've got half of each person's face either yeah. side and it would be called film off where both of you discuss a film. Film. <laughs> film off. That's actually a genius idea for a podcast. Oh my gosh. That would be really funny because, you know, it's funny that you, you mentioned her too, because every time we, either she listens to an episode or, you know, she'll go to the movies with me to watch the movies that I'll cover. And I'll always ask her, I'll like, I said, Hey, what's, what's, uh, you know, what's, what's Madison reacts to, to BRBR. Like once he finishes an episode, I say, what's, what's your, what's your take? What did you like? What didn't you like? Like, what did you think was funny? And so like, we always try and like, she like connects with me there and it's super funny. Cause she always offers like a bunch of funny comments or things I didn't like notice or even recognize. And, um, or other times it's always like she wants to uh, she wants to be on the show. So I'm trying to find a good episode for her to come on and like do a live reading of a review. Cause I think it'd just be super funny to have her on there. Just again, cracking up and being just having a good time. But we yes, could, that's an excellent yeah. idea. <laughs> she could even record little bits, clips for you to use as transitions even. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it'd be super fun to have her on the show. Cause she's always like, she's like, Hey, when are you going to have me read a review? I said, when do you want to? I said, let's find a movie you like. <laughs> Think some albums are too long? Us too. Don't worry. We can do something about it. Join us as we critique albums from artists we love and edit them down to under 50 minutes. Can we make a good album a great one? Can we make an average album a good one? What songs will we pick? What will we drop? Will we include B-sides? Will we lose some album tracks? Join us and our guests as we take the journey to trim the musical fat. So... Here I've put another one for you, which is, oh, actually, before we get to that, the bad reviews bit. So uh, you mentioned Sharks. Uh, what's this one here that I've got with Jaws? It's, what is it? Somebody in the New York Times said, it's a measure of how the film operates that not once do we feel particular sympathy for any of the victims. And it puts good actors to the test where they have to work really hard to actually appear alive. <laughs> To actually appear alive. Now that that is quite damning. That <laughs> you can just feel. I can. I mean, you read it all the way over there from where you're at. I'm over here in Florida. I can just feel the just the rage and the the steam just <laughs> boiling up already. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. That talk about a bad review, man. I try and 
that's the thing too is like there's so many of them on there that just i was like i was like these aren't funny that's just that's just hateful i'm not trying to bring anybody down over here man we're just having trying to poke some fun have a good time so some a lot of these i was like yeah we can't say that one on the podcast i know and i mean i've I've read roger ebert's review of gladiator and he's Mm. famous for scathing remarks about films Especially that one, was it? it? It employs depression as a substitute for personality and belief that if the characters are bitter and morose enough, we don't even notice how dull they are. Wow. I, I, <laughs> for depression. Oh, my gosh. For Gladiator, you said? That's the Gladiator. Gladiator. Yes. I love Gladiator. So do I. Oh, I just... See this? It's like whenever you whenever you hear this on the show, it's like you can't see me. But that's exactly what I'm going. I was like, I was like, man, that just that just hurts me. That just hurts my heart. It's like <laughs> someone just like cut it straight to the bone there. Although for anybody listening, I'm going to ruin it for you now and say, watch during the scene some scenes in the Colosseum because I think one or two people are wearing pairs of jeans. Apparently, really. Yeah, which obviously weren't invented for about another 2,000 years or so. No. <laughs> I did not know that. No, somebody pointed it out to yeah. me, and now every time, I can see it every time just, I'm going, what? Just about, right? Wearing <laughs> <laughs> pairs of jeans. I'm going to go back and watch that and see that now. I'm going to make a note of that. People wearing jeans in Gladiator. Ugh. Oh my gosh. This one I can't believe because it's one of the greatest films ever. Uh, here we go. Vertigo, the Hitchcock classic. The old master has turned out another Hitchcock and Bull story in which the mystery is not so much who done it as to who cares. Oh. Oh my. Oh, one of the greatest films of all time. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of creative how he said as a who done it, but as a who cares. <laughs> yeah. His wordplay is fantastic. Wow. I mean, that, see, I can appreciate Hitchcock you know, and Bull where people are creative. <laughs> Hitchcock. <laughs> oh man, that's just too good. That's just too. That's that's very hurtful and very. Oh jeez. But just, I mean, come on, how's that How's that not funny? How can we not sit here and laugh about that like we are now? <laughs> you, you think that when these people oh. who are professional reviewers write this, they must be writing that with a sense of humour in there. Mm-hmm. Abs- I mean, you have to. You have to. I was like, when somebody comes up with a line like that, for those two sentences that you just read, I have to. Definitely. Absolutely. So... It is so we'll get to this one then. This is an interesting bit for me. What's your pick of films that you think are overlooked by people? Overlooked films that you love that you think other people should love but don't know about. Oh, that's a good question, man. Wow. Um Man, that is a really good question. Overlooked stumped films. Bill again. Man, you have stumped me, man. That's a good, that's a great question, though. Um, I feel like I'd have to say a lot of people haven't seen movies like I think uh, two first come to mind, and maybe one of them is too popular, and maybe I, I may be off on it. 
but one yeah. I feel like definitely um, a lot of people that I know personally I haven't seen movies like Deep Blue Sea, yep, which I just adore. Totally, totally ridiculous movie, but I just absolutely adore it. Um, or movies like there was one recently that I covered that people actually it's it's always a good response when I put out the trivia or put out what I'm watching before the episode comes out so people know what episode's gonna be that that week. And they respond with, somebody said something bad about this movie? Like, wait, somebody left a bad review about this movie? I said, that's what I know. I was like, ah, I picked, I picked a good one. I picked a good one. Um, but I absolutely love, especially it being such a big franchise, but the Mad Max Fury Road. Yep. I love Fury Road. That's one of my, oh man. I, I, I have a hard time naming a better action movie. Just, just all around, just the whole storyline of it. Just all the action, all the cars, all the everything. And so but a lot of people either haven't seen it or think it's or just, I don't know, maybe have only seen parts of it because it's not the classic Mad Max. Yeah. Um, but I feel like both definitely those two I'd have to say. And I know Mad Max Fury was, was a huge movie when it came out and made a bunch of money, got a bunch of awards. Um, tons of people liked it. I know a bunch of people I talked to online whenever I covered it had definitely seen it and definitely revered as an awesome movie. But even a lot of people that I talked about, I was like, oh, like, wait, I've never seen this movie. Or when people go and listen to the episodes, like, I've never seen that movie. But I always like trying to say, like, hey, like, watch it before you listen. Don't just take everything from the episode because yeah. there's still so much to, to, to take from the movie itself. And um, definitely don't want to spoil anybody's time at the cinema or anything like that, but just want to encourage them with a good movie. Yep. And t- Tom Hardy did very well with that because he made a fortune for very little dialogue. Oh, I mean, what it was all of 50 lines, I think was the one of the trivia facts. <laughs> he didn't say anything. It's like he just grunted the whole time. I'm like, I'm like, I could do that. But I was like watching it back second time. I'm like, no, he does it so well. I can't, I couldn't do that. Tom Hardy's amazing. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but that performance that he gives in that film, it reminds me of, you know, the old spaghetti westerns with the, you know, the the films that Clint Eastwood did with yes. you know with Sergio Leone where this he he, put, he famously removed dialogue because he wanted to keep that mystery mystery about the character and that anonymity in the straight you know so that you didn't know the character that well it, it so it gives that character a bit of something different absolutely yeah i to- totally agree and i i think um so many of the reviews that i think i read for mad max where you wrote, people just feel like oh hey just plopped us down into a thing. We don't know anything about this guy. Even one person said they couldn't tell who the bad guys or the good guys were. I'm like, are you really? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like of all movies, that, that movie in particular is pretty clear who the bad guys are. But, um, but no, I absolutely loved how, again, just like you said, for like the old Clint Eastwood movies where it's like, we just didn't know that much about the main character. And I feel like we really didn't need to know. Like it was enjoyable not knowing as much and just being able to like, kind of either trying to fill in the blanks yourself or just follow along. Totally or what, agree. Yeah. Or watch the first three films if you have to. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That too. Which are also good. I remember watching the first one. I remember the first time I saw the very first one back in college. I think I talked about that too. Um, but I was like, I was watching it with a friend. I was like, this is so boring. <laughs> I was like, I know this is like a groundbreaking classic, but I was like, I don't know what it is, man. I, I guess maybe I went to a too high hopes or expected something different. So I may, again, that may be on me. But I remember the, what, the first time I watched that, and I was like, I was like, this is the one that people that are screaming about is like the best of the best. Like I love Mel Gibson too, but I don't know. I'm bored. 
<laughs> so, but also again, yeah. I've watched them back again and actually enjoyed them too. I was going to say, because sometimes you'll go back to a film and you'll watch it again and then you have a new appreciation or these things that you catch on to that you didn't catch the first time around. Yes, or the first absolutely. 15 times around. I, don't, I feel like everybody's guilty of that at some point in time. I know I definitely am. I've, I've hated movies and went back to watching them. I'm like, wow, I really love this. Or I loved it and realized that, you know, like we talked about earlier, this is a terrible movie. Why did I watch this? <laughs> Louise, we, we were talking about this before we started. Me and Louise were talking about this. Where, so she she really despised um, Guardians of the Galaxy when it came out. Ooh, okay. The first one, okay. but now she really likes the film. But back then she didn't. So it's grown on her as time's gone by. Interesting. What changed for her? Did she just watch it again and just like wait? No, I actually enjoy this now. I think that's what it was. I think it's the more that she watched it, the more that she saw in it, and the more mm. that she got out of the film each time. Whereas first time, she just thought it was a bit of a dumb film. Yeah. That's an interesting one, too, because a lot of people like, yeah, again, weren't, weren't ready for Chris Pratt to be a MCU character. And then now we're like, wait, no, I love Star-Lord. Like, let's bring him back again. We have Guardians 3 coming out soon. People weren't ready for that guy with the stomach in Parks and Rec to suddenly be, <laughs> you know, all toned and have those, you know, yes, the six pack. Man, he's he's come a long way. Good for him, but he's he's. It's so funny because we're literally just watching him back to Parks and Recreation now, and we see him as Andy Dwyer. I'm like, man, he's come a long way. Good for him. Good for him. He's come a long way from. Oh, was it was it Bride Wars that he was the boyfriend in? One of those chick flicks. I can't remember. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know of that one. Huh. I think it was Bride I can't Wars. Remember. I think. Hmm, I can't remember now. So what advice would you give to people if they wanted to start their own podcast? Oh, man. I would say I can't recommend it enough. It's so funny because like we talked about earlier, I was like, I would have never dreamed I would listen to a podcast, much less start one. And so now for everybody else who would want to start one out, just one bit of advice is just find something you're absolutely passionate about that you love dearly, despite what anybody else may say. Like there's always going to be somebody who disagrees or has a different opinion. You know, it's just the way it is. Obviously you can see from my show, lots of people have lots of opinions, <laughs> but I would say just find something you're passionate about and go share it, man. Go talk about it. Like people need to hear whatever you have to offer. Find something you're just truly passionate about and share it because that's where the value would come from. It's because you're from your passion, from whatever it may be. And just go share your message. Absolutely do it. Can't recommend it enough. 10 out of 10. No matter how weird you think your idea is, someone else out there will be just as, I'm trying to phrase this, just as weird as you are. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Just as weird. <laughs> Absolutely. There's an audience for everything. It's like, you know, from absolutely anything from all the movie talks that we do to people who cover, I don't know, man, there's an audience for absolutely everything. And if you think there isn't just, if you're passionate about it, there's, there's an audience and there's people that you can connect with and form friendships and relationships with. And, you know, I'm super new. I'm, I'm not having been doing this for a year yet. And, you know, getting to meet you, Marv, and people like, uh, like Sean and, uh, <laughs> Sean's so funny, but it's just like, it's so interesting. And, and there's another, <clears throat> another couple that I did a podcast with a few months, meeting friends and stuff like this. It's just been awesome. As I, again, can't re recommend it enough. You'll find, you'll connect to people who 
share your same passion and you get to star on each other's shows and get to talk about it and just make new friends. I mean, who doesn't want to do that? Make new friends who share those same passions. It's so much fun. So just to make people feel even better and surprise people with that, I remember I was speaking to somebody and, um, oh, it was recently a friend of mine, James Court, who does the James, who does the court case podcast. He um, went to an event about podcasting and they had these women there who do a podcast that's all about women who drink. And, and they, they do, basically, it's one of these programs where they, they, they try a drink and then they do a review about it. And it's, so it's women who are doing a review show about drink and drinks beer and different types of beer. And they were saying that when they started their first episode within the first week at 1,000 listens. Holy cow. Well, good for them. That's awesome. And I can imagine how that would be extremely entertaining, especially when they get a bad drink or maybe especially until they get a good one and maybe have too much. I don't know. <laughs> it probably makes for a super fun listen either way. Probably. So they'd obviously picked a niche that, that people, that I'm guessing women, were looking for that sort of show. Oh, totally. Totally. And even if it's something that's super funny to, because that's the whole reason I want to do. I just want to make people, you know, help people laugh. And, you know, if they're having a bad day on the way to work or whatever, they can tune in and hear somebody try and rip apart Star Wars or Guardians of the Galaxy or freaking Monsters, Inc. I don't <laughs> take your pick. It's like the whole reason, I, the whole reason I want to start is just to help people laugh, brighten their day or whatever. And especially for something like that, I was like, people may just get a good kick out of that. It'd just be a good laugh that they need to take it, take it one more day. What's up, everybody? This is Chris from the podcast Real Film Reviewed, and you're listening to Marv on Pods Like Us. Well, Rob Stewart, who does the Stew World Order, I've said to him before that his show, uh, I'm saying this for a reason, so I'm leading to leading up to something here. So I will say, I've said to him before that I like to listen to his show either at the beginning of it while I'm on my way to work in the car, I will listen to it, or on the way back because it's feel good and it make it always makes me laugh and smile. So on the way to work, it'll put me in a good mood or on the way back, I might put his show on because it's been a crappy night shift at work. So it, it makes me feel better then listening to it. And I do the same sort of thing with yours where you might notice that occasionally I'll, I'll have your show as the first one I listen to. And that's the one I listen to on the way to work or on the way back. I'll, I'll, line it up to listen to on the way back because it does exactly the same thing. It puts me into that happy place, essentially. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate that so much, man. Like, thank you so much for, oh man, I try and do. And, and you're so right. I love Rob. I guess I hang out with him on, I think like a week or so ago, we can have did a show and it was <laughs> <it's> just, <laughs> you can pretty much imagine how that one went. We had a great time, but yeah, Rob does an amazing job. The dude's so friendly. He's so just, He's on it. He knows exactly what he's doing. An amazing host. And, um, but yeah, just like his, it's like all in it is, Hey, got a bad day at work. You can have a great evening. Have a few laughs on the way home. So here we go. You're about to get a, uh, something that nobody knows yet. I'm actually recording with Rob on Saturday and I'm on Rob's show and you, you know how you get, you have to choose three titles and then, yes. or three numbers you pick, and yes. then he'll tell you what those numbers equate to. And 
unfortunately, he said that mine was the worst selection he's ever had in the show the history. Oh, no. What is it? So what did I have a choice of? Um, what's the Vin oh, Diesel one? The superhero film with Vin Diesel. That was one of them. Blood. Oh, I can't remember now. But that's a notoriously like an bad film, apparently. So there was that. I can't remember what the other two were. And out of the three choices, I've picked um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. three the one where they time travel. said something about that, yes. <laughs> the one where they time travel. That's all you had to say, man. <laughs> that's right. I saw you drop a comment on, on Twitter. Um, and you're like, TMNT3. And then I saw Rob respond right after that and say yeah that's right and so oh shoot i said they must be watching it and doing a show together on it that's awesome that's exactly the worst selection in show history yes he did that's pretty rough he said to me he says you've not got a good choice there at all it's all bad it's all bad he said it's all bad it's all bad. but i think i think other than this i would have picked ninja turtles over vin diesel so i think i would have done the same thing you did But the only thing is I can't find it to stream anywhere, so I've had to pay money oh, to gosh. buy the DVD. No. You can't rent it or anything? The rental is more expensive. I think the rental, so over here, you're talking £5 for rental, and I thought I could either do that or I could buy the DVD secondhand for £1.50. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, now you're the proud owner of a TMNT3 DVD. That's so funny, man. And my younger brother will be the owner when I send it him through the post on Monday after I finish the show. Watch it and send <laughs> it off. Forget about it. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> add it to all of his other Mutant Turtle products. Oh, man, that's so funny. Wow. That's a pretty bad selection. If Even if Rob says if Rob says it's bad, you know it's bad. You do, because <laughs> he's watched some bad films. He's seen a lot, man. That guy is... <sighs> And I still feel like he's a pretty positive dude, despite whatever movie we're talking about. So that's awesome. I already know what my opening good point will be is, wow, they made a Turtles film. <laughs> they made a Turtles film. <laughs> oh, that's good. Wow. I'm after y'all, y'all recording it this Saturday. We are. Yeah. That's oh, I can't wait to hear that. That's gonna be so funny, dude. Which, knowing Rob, it probably won't come out till next year because he's always so far ahead. He is. I don't know how that guy does that. When we sat down with him, he's like, oh, yeah, I won't air till September. I'm like, September? I was like, whoa, that's it's, it's only June. <laughs> but, hey, good for you, man. That's awesome. I think this one's coming out in September, actually, and we're recording this man. in June. Well, hey, September's going to have some banging episodes, and I'm going to have to remember and keep up with it then. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm far ahead as well. So what podcast do you like to listen to yourself? Man, it's funny because as much like like I'll tune into um I'll send some of Sean's. I've heard some of Rob's. I've listened to some of yours yourself. Um so I like to kind of I kind of like to stay a good variety, just kind of jump around and hear what there is. Cause I feel like there's I still feel like I, I learned so much listening to you know, like yourself or Sean or, you know, anybody, I think that's just kind of a general rule of thumb. You really learn quite a bit listening to others, podcasts or shows. And so I like to listen to a lot of that too, but it's funny because as much as my show is just geared towards entertainment, 
funny, nonsense, have a good laugh, whatever. There's still plenty of podcasts that I genuinely listen to quite a bit of um, just like self-development. Um, I think self-dev, just life stuff, financial stuff, even just, you know, serious things, serious yeah. things, more of like mindset and things like that. Um, things that are geared towards health, things that are geared towards um, fitness, exercise, movement. <clears throat> I think stuff like that. So it's really funny how it's like my shows, I, I feel like I, I dive so deep into the fun, you know, entertainment zone here. But so when I, I pull back and listen to other shows, um, there are times not about movies or entertainment stuff like that. I kind of delve more into the self-dev stuff. So keeping it well-rounded then, much like I keep listening to a variety of shows. Mm -hmm. I try to, yeah, definitely. So where can people find you and get hold of the show? They can find me, man, anywhere there's, you can hear podcasts. I feel like I'm on more episodes or more episodes. I feel like I'm on more websites or places to listen than I probably should be. But whenever I first started, I just went, hey, we're just going to do them all. <laughs> find me anywhere podcasts are. Find me on Instagram at Bill Reads Bad Reviews. Find me on Twitter at BRBR underscore Bill. And um, yeah, come watch the movie and let's have a laugh. Which is the best thing. Have a laugh absolutely just laugh it off man nothing nothing is that is worth just ruining your day being too stressed out being too whatever just that's, that's got to reel them back in remember hey it's just a movie it's just a movie you beat me to it i was just going to say <laughs> oh, that. you're about to say it <laughs> and this is just like a podcast <laughs> just a podcast <laughs> love that thanks for speaking with me today bill Hey, Marv, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for having me on here. You did an awesome job interviewing people, and I love listening to the show so far. Thank you very much, and thank you, everyone, for listening. You can find pods like us on any net, any streaming platform all over the place, uh, Apple Music, um, Amazon, Spotify, wherever this podcast, I'm there. And we're also on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. TikTok, I used to post up little clips. So if I find anything in your show that makes me laugh now and then, I will actually clip that and post it up on TikTok so I can show people and go, this made me laugh. So I do oh, really? things That's like awesome, that. Man. Yeah. Awesome. Um, people were trying to big up um, or tell me that I should try TikTok. And I thought, how can I make TikTok work for the show? And I mm -hmm. thought, clips, it's the perfect thing for, for that sort of platform really absolutely and you can contact myself through pods like us at gmail.com if anyone wants to contact bill he is bill reads bad reviews at gmail.com i'll get that one in as well that's me thank you anyway thank you everyone for listening and hope you listen again to another episode of pods like us